Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva paper towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter, big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. So that's Tony Bobolinsky. He came forward yesterday and put his name and face on this scandal. This fake scandal, according to most of the mainstream media, about Joe Biden absolutely knew about the business dealings that Hunter had trading on the Biden name. And this Tony Bublinski's got the cell phones and the emails and the texts to prove it, he says. And he's turned them over to the Senate and the FBI. He's a, a former Navy officer. I think it's high time the Washington Post, the New York Times, 60 Minutes, and everybody gets into this story. Well... Uh, uh, let's discuss the story, its significance, the debate, and much more with Lon He Chen, David and Diane Steffi, fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, also the host of the most excellent podcast, Crossing Lines, with Lon He Chen. Lon He, how are you, sir? Uh, I'm glad we had a real debate last night. That was fun. That was absolutely refreshing. Well, yeah, we've been saying all morning long, what, what would be different if, if Trump had been that Trump first debate? Right. We, might, we might be in a different situation right now. And then gone ahead and done it again in yeah. the second debate and followed up with last night. What, what do you think? 
I think you're right. We very well could be in a different place. I think that first debate, you know, as much as we talk about this race and the dynamics of the race having been set, I think the first debate for Trump reinforced the things people didn't like about him. Mm. And if, if he had come out, you know, last night I thought was a very controlled performance. I thought he was able to back Biden into a corner, particularly guys on this energy stuff. This is going to be huge in oh, Pennsylvania, yeah. Ohio, all the energy extraction states. You go out there and basically say uh, you're sympathetic to the Green New Deal, that you want to get rid of oil. You know, the, the whole Trump riff about windows. Yeah, it was funny. But, you know, that's the kind of crazy stuff that's in the Green New Deal. Yep. Like, it's actually in there. Yep. So I, I thought I thought Trump did a good job of that last night. And you're right. If that Trump had showed up three weeks ago, you know, maybe the dynamics of the race would be a little different. Who knows? But but last night, I think for Trump, you got to consider it a good performance for him. And as we were discussing off the air just moments ago, I thought last night Trump reminded a lot of people why they fell in love with him, saying, listen, to all this talk. The guy was in office forever. He's a typical politician. That that message still resonates, and it was completely hidden in the first debate. But I don't know. We are where we are, and it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. That, for me, by the way, is the most effective line, the most effective line of attack against Joe Biden. And it goes to all of the suspicions people have about politicians. It goes to all the suspicions people have about the usual political talk. You know, when, when Biden started talking about growing up, kitchen table, middle class, and Trump came back and said, that's just politician talk. I think a lot of people are sort of nodding their heads and saying, yeah, you know, actually, that is politician talk. Why don't you tell us what it is you really want to do? And and that line of attack, you've had 47 years to get stuff done. I've been in office for 47 months and compare my record to yours. I think that is exactly the sort of thing he needed to do. Uh, you know, and, and of course, the challenge here is, did he give enough people who may be turned off by, by Trump, maybe turned off by, by Trump's personality, by the way he does things? Did he give those people permission to vote for him last night? I think that will be a big open question. So we played the clip coming in of this guy who's come out and put his face and his name and his life's reputation on a story about Hunter Biden and emails and tying Joe Biden to business dealings. And the, you know, the, 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 the Bigfoot media um, has been more than willing over the last several years to run front page stories, lead stories with either anonymous sources or, uh, you know, or whatever. They're perfectly happy to do that. Now you got a guy out there. Do you, does this turn into something, do you think? I don't. I don't think it turns into something. I think it doesn't turn into something in part because of what you suggested, that there's really very little interest amongst those who would usually amplify a story like this. Wow. In fact, there's more, more than that, actually. You know, we've seen active efforts to suppress sure. the story. If you turn on... Uh, you know, any of the, well, not any, CNN and MSNBC and, and, and the major, uh, you know, over the network uh, stations, you turn them on, they're not interested in talking about this story. No, it doesn't exist. Now, uh, right. It, 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 it's almost like it never happened. And, and by the way, to me, I, I, I don't know. I question elements of this story. I don't know what's real, what's it, not. It I would, would help like if Rudy Giuliani wasn't involved. Rudy, Rudy Giuliani <laughs> being involved does not help any story you're ever in. Uh-huh. But yeah, I, I just, generally I, speaking, yeah, it's true. Uh, well, I'll tell you, I, I I feel like if we end up with a president whose family profits from them being in office, ho oh, hum. We've had plenty of politicians where that happens. But if we've crossed some sort of line with journalism, where uh, you know a, a person coming out and actually putting their name and face on it, and hey, here are my cell phones, here are my emails, and we don't at least look into it, I don't know if it's going to turn out to be true or not. But God, I feel like we've crossed some sort of line. It disturbs me. Well, for instance, and then we'll let you comment, Lonnie. The headline, the headline in a news story in the Washington Post is Trump campaign trots out former business associate of Hunter Biden ahead of debate. 
good Lord, I remember when the Washington Post engaged in journalism. Well, and I think that's part of it that we've talked about this before, but, you know, people have expected the media uh, in the past to, to play the role of watchdog, right, to help to help us uncover stories. And, and they've done a good job of it in the past. The, the problem we're seeing now, I do think, and I think this is absolutely true, that, you know, everybody in the media, all of these reporters, they all have their own biases. It's natural. They're human beings. The question is, how much does that bias seep into what they're trying to do day to day? And, and for them to still call it objective journalism in many cases, I think, is a big problem. And we just have to recognize that there is this bias, there is this point of view, and that's what we're getting, and that's what's being reflected. But, uh, look, I think there are a lot of great journalists out there. I think there are a lot of people doing their jobs. But if you look at the industry as a whole, uh, you know, I'd say probably 90% of them are voting for Biden. 95% of them are voting for sure. Biden, right? And so I think that that makes its way into what is supposedly objective. And that disconnect between what it's supposed to be and what it actually is, that's where people lose trust. And that's why people have lost trust. I have a rant to go off on, but I won't do it until you've uh, (laughs) headed back to your real life, Lonnie. But what we have lost is not a minor point. It's an incredibly important principle of journalism. But having said that, I want to circle back to the debate for a second. How do you assess uh, Biden's performance? Um, I thought he was... Actually, the first hour I thought was very good for him overall. I thought that he came across – actually, it's pretty cogent, more cogent than I, than I thought he saw. He looked in the first debate. The, the last half hour was, it was a hot mess, uh, I think. <laughs> you know, when he started to talk about energy and the oil, getting rid of oil, the Green New Deal stuff, uh, some of the, the, the conversation around North Korea was a little incoherent too. So I thought first hour, pretty good, holding his own. Last half hour, hot mess. Yeah, I wonder how many people stuck around for the last half hour. Exactly. If you go in 15-minute increments, you know, the effect of the first 15 minutes is is 10 times the effect of the last 15 minutes, I think, just because right. of viewership. Right. Has, just because I know you, you've been involved in campaigns and you've you know studied this sort of thing. You has, being Lon He Chen, host of the Crossing Lines with Lon He Chen podcast. Has there ever been a presidential candidate of one of the two major parties Two weeks out from an election that just stayed in the basement all week long. Has that ever happened? Well, I mean, you know, there was so-called Rose Garden strategy that's been run a few times by incumbent presidents. But usually this is like the stretch run, right? I mean, you've got to be out there. You've got to be making your point to the the voters in a pretty aggressive way. And I think there's an expectation of that. The the fact that Joe Biden doesn't have a more active schedule, that he's not out there more – uh, you know, their campaign obviously thinks that is the best way for him to to be successful. Right. They obviously think that if he gets out there, if he's out there speaking and and, and letting people see him, that that's going to produce a moment that's going to be a problem. That's and that's wild. the only reason you keep a guy. That's the only reason you keep a guy locked up like that. Right? Yeah, it reminds me of a guy hitting 301 who takes himself out of the last game of the year in baseball. It's chicken bleep. Um, what, what's the Rose Garden uh, strategy? I'm intrigued. Well, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's just this concept that basically, you know, you, you do everything you can basically running from the – this was more applicable to incumbent presidents. Sure. The idea being that you use the majesty and the pageantry of the White House, and you basically just stay there. And you do events and things at the White House, but you don't actually get out, out there and campaign. The goal of, of that strategy, of course, is to remind people that you are the president, to remind people of things you've done. So it's a little bit different than in this situation, right? Yeah. Because in this situation, it's a guy who's trying to become the president, who's the challenger. And, and it's, it's just different if you've got him in his basement 
versus if it were Trump, let's say, staying at the White House. Then, then you could say, okay, he's got a Rose Garden strategy. Right, going. okay. I know no Harvard Law School graduate who bleeds more Dodger blue than you do. How are you feeling? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, look, I, the ghosts of 1988 always still, still, still are there. And the fact that this <laughs> team has, has been in good situations before. So I don't like them going out and losing game two. Oh, the way breaking they did, ball but... coming. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's actually one, one signal on the trash can lid, not two. Um, <laughs> you see, he is hardcore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, so look, I'm, I'm hopeful. I think they've got the more talented team. So I, I the more expensive team for the championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, they've got the bigger payroll. That's for sure. See, my problem is I'm always getting the Houston Astros mixed up with Paul Revere. <laughs> One if by land, etc. Lan Hee Chen, uh, who is the Dave and Diane Staffy Fellow in American Public Policy Studies at the Hoover Institution, host of the podcast Crossing Lines with Lan Hee Chen. Lan Hee, we could talk to you all day about this stuff, but you have better things to do than indulge a couple of half-wits. So uh, we'll let you go. Thanks a million. It's fine. We'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks, man. Armstrong and Getty. Whether you're moving in together for the first time. This can be your closet. Or you're a new parent to a little fur baby. Viva Paper Towels can help you maintain a clean home. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. So they clean like cloth, helping you pick up after your new pet in your new home. For an exceptional cloth-like clean, use Viva Towels. Visit vivatowels.com to learn more and start fresh with a clean feeling of home. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.